RSL lose their first playoff game against Houston. You're listening to Here at the Riot, a Real Salt Lake soccer podcast. Everybody and welcome to this episode of Here at the Riot. Um, I am your host Dax, and I am here tonight with your other host Josh. How are you, how are you doing tonight, Josh? Good. I uh, I've officially moved. Woo-hoo. Everything's done. I turned in the keys to my old place. Everything's in my new place, and. Uh, today's the first day that I finally got enough stuff put away that I can walk around without tripping, so. Amazing. Yes, very nice. That's what happens when you move from a bigger place to a smaller place. There's just stuff everywhere, and I'm like, crap, where am I gonna put all this? You don't, don't have enough storage space. I feel like... There's, dude, there's no storage. Yeah. Nothing. My currently my only storage is underneath my bed. That's it. <laughs> Oof. There's no closets, no nothing. <laughs> huh. So I was like, uh, okay. But yeah. Do they have Sorry storage units in in Sitka? You could rent one if you needed to. Yeah, I don't even want to think about how expensive they are though. Yeah. Well, how, sorry, I'm just asking you questions about your place. How far away is this place from your other place? It's about 10 minutes from my other place, but in the right direction. Towards So, yeah, it's 10 minutes closer to town. Nice. So now I'm like a five-minute drive from town, 10-minute drive from work instead of 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll save a little bit of money on gas. Uh. Yeah, because gas is, like, super expensive there, right? Yeah, almost $6 a gallon, baby. Woo! Dang, that's, like, <laughs> California prices. Here, it, I, there's a gas station, like, right next to our house. In fact, mm-hmm. if I position my head right, can I see the... Look out the window. No, I can't. I can't see the prices from where I'm sitting. But last time I checked, it was, like, three fifty a gallon. Dang, dude. There but, was at one there was one point in COVID where it was over six for but, us. But like that's crazy like I've never seen it that expensive here before. Like Yeah, I remember it was only a few years ago when we were both in college that it dropped below two dollars a gallon. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Dude, that was back when I drove a Prius and I could fill up my yeah. my tank for like fifteen bucks. <laughs> Dude, the good old days. <laughs> that was that was great. <sighs> yeah. But but yeah, <laughs> no, I that happened, and I also have my new truck is supposed to be arriving at the dealership in Utah. Ironically, um, today or tomorrow. Oh dang! So when are mm-hmm. you gonna pick that up then? Uh, it'll be here in three weeks, probably. Oh, in I Sitka. Was... Yeah, I was planning on picking it up when I visited Utah for Christmas, but it they finished it way earlier than I was anticipating. They said like 
estimate like late November, early December. And I was like, okay, well, it's not that big a deal to wait just two weeks and then drive it up to Seattle, put it on the barge in December. But then now that it's here now, I was like, well, shoot. Okay. I don't want to have to wait for two months. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> so that's a long time to wait. I convinced my mom she's going to drive it up to Seattle for me. I was like, I'll really? pay for everything. Take a trip. <laughs> and I'll fly you back and everything. And she's was very kind. And she said yes. So, huh. yeah, um, it'll be up here in like a week and a half or it'll it'll be to seattle in a week and a half hmm. and then it takes like six to ten days on the barge depending on weather so oh so what are you gonna do with your other car then are you just gonna keep it <clears throat> dude i'm gonna sell it ah cars up here because it costs so much to ship a car up here like three grand to put it on the barge from seattle Dang. to get it up here um that I'm going to be able to sell my car for more than I bought it for. <laughs> and because like your car is like pretty old. Too. Oh, yeah. It's got 190,000 miles. I've had it for five years. It's super beat up, not in great condition. And I mean, I didn't pay much for it because those were all true back when I bought <laughs> it five years ago. But it's even worse now. Wow. And I'm still going to sell it for more than I bought it. Dang. Which, I mean, honestly, like the used car market, that's true of more vehicles than... I, I'm I'm sure that's true other places other than Sitka, but yeah, Sitka's like special. Yeah, like used that. cars have definitely gone up in price, but that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I was like, I feel kind of bad doing that because I was talking to some of my coworkers and one of them was actually like, oh, shoot, my son's going to get his license soon. Uh i'll we'll take that car and i was like okay well maybe and then one of my other coworkers was like you could get two grand for that easy and i was like what (laughs) for this piece of junk are you kidding me amazing um yeah but now you're gonna have a nice new shiny tacoma right Mm mm-hmm Oh, man, I've been saving up for this for five years. Ever since I got the Camry, I was like, I'm going to run this into the ground. I'll save up. I'll get a truck. (laughs) Hey, well, that means your mom's going to put the first 300 or so miles on it. Mm Mm-hmm. She better not crash. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I have insurance before she drives Uh, it up. Yeah, Just to be safe, yeah. Of course. Yep, but... Actually, funny side note, my coworker's son that is trying to get his license. Yeah. Um the there's one guy that at the DMV that does driving tests in Sitka. Yeah. And he's quitting this month. Well, who's who's going to do it then? Who's going to do the other the driving tests? They have to fly to Juno. What? For him to take the driving test there. And so my coworker's like now we're gonna have to fly in a day early so that he can get used to driving around juno because juno's a lot bigger than sitka yeah yeah sitka doesn't have sitka's one lane roads everywhere right yeah juno has like two lane roads which to us 
it's like, okay, whatever. But to someone that's lived here their whole life, it's like, oh my gosh, switching lanes. <laughs> we're, so, we're city folk down here. Yeah, we so live in the city. they're going to have to pay for all of that to fly over there, to stay the night, to get the test over there. They're going to have to rent a vehicle to take the test Dang, with. Dang, that's crazy. Dude, Alaska's built different. That one guy in Sitka single-handedly <laughs> brought down the DMV. Like, si- single-handedly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crippled the uh, the uh, licensing process. Yeah, well, he's been trying to get an appointment with that guy for six months, too. Mm-hmm. And he's completely booked out. Like, that's the other thing about Sitka is you, you can't schedule how you normally would you can't like call and make an appointment or whatever this dude would like post on facebook what uh like i'm available this day for five appointments and if you didn't see it in the first 10 minutes they'd all get snatched up (laughs) dude that's crazy so people have to just be hawking facebook waiting like for hitting, this dude to post refresh, his availability wait, yeah waiting for that one guy to oh that's yeah crazy. it's so weird everything's weird up here uh but anyways we can start talking about soccer now <laughs> yeah for sure <clears throat> this was going to be a shorter episode so that's why you know we just had yeah, to, to add lengthen in some filler stuff in there maybe we can go on a rant we haven't gone on a rant in a while although you're, I know you had a rant planned for later. <laughs> I can, got one lined up. So we can do another rant. Yeah. All right. So um, news in the RSL sphere. There's not too much RSL news. Probably the biggest news currently is that uh, teaser that the Royals sent out. Big announcement coming soon. Uh, everyone was right. It is a new training facility, and I have to say, from the pictures I saw, which are obviously just uh, <clears throat> designed in a computer, like this is what it's going to look like. But oh, it looks pretty cool. You could have fooled me. With, I I thought that was, it was real, man. Well, yeah, they look real, but then I was like, but they haven't built it yet. So how do they have these? You're pictures? like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's going to be cool. It looks great. They'll still play at America First Field, but now they have their own training facility, which they should have their own training facility. They will facility. have their own training facility. Yeah. So, yep, that's the news there. Monarchs, nothing happening. Their season's been done for a while. <clears throat> and then, in terms of RSL news, really it's all just injury stuff leading up to the next playoff game. Um, Justin Glad, they're hoping that he will be back by then. But I think the interview was Monday <clears throat> with Mastroini, and he said, we hope Glad's back by then, but the other day he did have pain again, so we'll see. And then Chicho trained with the team last week before the game, but didn't pass his fitness tests. And so that's why he wasn't available. So they're also hoping he'll be back, but probably a lower chance than Glad. 
And then Silva should be back. I would say he's probable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's back with the team. I think. Shoot, I don't remember actually if uh, if Pablo said he was already back with the team or if he was going to be back with the team soon. But anyways, it's not like he's coming back from an injury. So yeah. hopefully he doesn't have to like ramp up his fitness or anything. I I would assume that he would be available for yeah, yeah. for Monday's game and available to start. So which is very nice because I mean we were kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of <laughs> defenders. Yeah. Last Literally game. Lambert was the last defender we had, uh-huh. right? Yeah, I think so. I think he was the only I mean, you could make an argument for well Anelli already played, but like he could play defender. We could have thrown. Oh, in. yeah, we subbed in Loffelson for Brody, and he played right back. True. In, this game, in the last game, yeah. So we we were so out of defenders that we were like, okay, Loffelson, <laughs> go be a, go You're be a, a wing back again. Um, yeah, I mean, unless you count Beavers as a defender. But, um, you want us to put Beavers at center back? I'm just saying he's technically a defender. He defends the goal. We could have we could have played <laughs> Caldwell. True. Could have played yeah. Caldwell. But, it, w- it wouldn't have been good, but no. It's so weird to me that he's on the roster, but he's very obviously been completely frozen out. It's like we will not play you. We would well, rather play people out of position than play you. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, they probably don't have any plans for him at this point, but they're just like, yeah, we're going to let this uh, contract just uh, ride out. Yeah, he's out of contract at the end of this season. Yeah. There's no way we sign him to another contract. I don't even know if another team will pick him up. But Get ready for that. Uh, Thanks, Scott. For everything, post. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody. Like we had for Tate Schmidt and Tate Bobby Schmidt. Wood. Hey, Tate and Schmidt all still them. plays for Houston. He does. Yeah, he started their first few games before he went out with a season-ending injury. So, that'd be really embarrassing if we lost to Houston because of Corey Baird and also Tate Schmidt. Yeah. Almost as embarrassing well, as his PK against Austin. <laughs> got him (laughs) yeah oh man that was terrible why'd you have to bring that up now i'm depressed (laughs) it's okay we're not gonna we're not gonna have another pk shootout again i can feel it really yeah i don't think so i don't know i mean at least in this series if we make it to another game maybe but i think there's a good chance that this game goes to pks uh i don't want it to because then it'll that's just longer that i have to sit in the cold i'm going to this (laughs) game and i'm (laughs) the more i think about it the more i'm just like i'm gonna be so cold dude layers i dude i will but i'm like my i have very poor circulation so yeah, so you wear big mittens, you bring in hand warmers, 
You wear thick wool socks? You can do this, Dax. I believe in you. I know I can. It's just gonna and be... people around you might think to themselves, it is not that cold. Why is this dude dressed up like that? And you know dre- what? I'm going to dress like I'm going skiing. Yeah, wear snow pants. <laughs> A little snow bib. <laughs> Every time you walk around, it's just swish, swish, swish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should do that. I will. Everyone <clears throat> will make fun of me. But yeah, it'll be they worth should. it. No, they don't need. They don't need to. That's kind of mean. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're just gonna make fun of me. I wear gloves all the time up here because I also have poor circulation, and people make fun of me for it. And I stopped caring because my hands don't get as cold. Um, you're like you're okay. you're the actual loser because your hands are cold. <laughs> loser. I am a loser. You got me. <laughs> no, I was t- I was talking about the people who make fun of you. Oh, well, the, I don't think their hands are cold, you know, because their hands actually generate heat. They, I mean, they've also just lived in that climate for their yeah. entire lives. So it's weird. It doesn't get as cold temperature wise, but I feel cold more up here than I did in Utah. It just it's you're cold in your bones. Yeah. You just never. I always kind of, I rolled my eyes when people would say that, but it's very true. Like it just, it's different. Anyways, um, okay, that's it for news. Shall we go over some of the other playoff results, and then we'll talk about the RSL game? Yeah. Um. I mean, we can just go. So did we didn't. We haven't even talked about the wild card games, right? Um, we briefly mentioned we talked a little bit about Red Bull Charlotte because it was going oh, it was on going while on. we were recording. Well, yeah, so but we didn't one, talk about Sporting KC San Jose. That one was a really exciting game. Um, seven goals in that one. Some really really nice bangers. Um Oh yeah. So uh, that one ended 5-2 with um, Red Bulls winning. So they've moved on to play, to play... Cincinnati. Yes. Um, and then SKC in San Jose was the opposite. No goals scored. <laughs> um, and then Ooh. SKC won on penalty kicks. So they went on to play St. Louis. Which is interesting because it's almost like the wild card game was useless because both of the eights moved on. Everyone was super pumped. All the MLS pundits were like, Yes! St. Louis versus Sporting KC! I'm ah. so excited! <laughs> That's the new El Trafico. It kind of is. Well, and I, I feel I don't feel very good about it because I view um, Sporting KC is one of our most bitter rivals. Ah, yes. I forgot and so that. I'm I'm a little jealous that they're giving all their attention to St. Louis now. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. What about us? I'm the jealous ex. I'm like, but we have all this history. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Houston is going to be. 
a I mean, presuming they are still good next year, and we're still good next year, I feel like that rivalry's gonna. Cause now we got like the Open Cup, we got this series that has the potential to get a little nasty. With, mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I feel like that's gonna kind of be like our new, our new Western Conference rival. Because let's be like Colorado is a, not even a, not even not even a competition anymore. Yeah, like, we don't even think about them anymore. They might as well just give us the, um, Rocky Mountain Cup every year, save them the trouble of. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I'm still putting Seattle and LAFC over Houston. Okay. But. The Houston rivalry is definitely growing, and a lot of it is due to one little weasel named Karaskia. <laughs> Ooh, are you going to rant right now? Uh, no, we'll save it. But yeah. if you if you know, you know. There, Yeah, we'll get there. <clears throat> um, so those sorry, are the playing games. Yeah. And uh, one was interesting, one wasn't. I wasn't able to watch the Sporting KC San Jose game. Um, but anyways, so we get to the first first round, the first games of the first round. I don't even know how to say that correctly. So I think um, you would say it's round one, game one. Mm, okay, I like that. Round one, game one. Uh, Philadelphia, New England, Philadelphia won pretty comfortably. Um, and I'm pretty sure New England, Carlos Heel went out with an injury, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big, big deal. Yeah. Carlos Heel in the 23rd minute subbed out and they put Bobby Wood on. And that's just, uh. Yeah, that's that will completely kill New England's chances if yeah. he's out because he's their entire offense. <clears throat> um, so. did you watch any of the other playoff games outside um, of the? I watched LAFC. I watched a good part of Seattle. Um, hmm. I didn't watch Orlando Nashville. Well, maybe I did. Those all on Sunday. Not all of them. LAFC Vancouver was Saturday. Oh well, yeah. So LAFC thumped Vancouver. Um, you watched that one. What what was it like? A lot of goals again. Seven goals. Yeah. Um. I kind of because Vancouver tied it twice. So LAFC scored one, then Vancouver scored one. It it, it finished. The half finished two two. And then LAFC just kind of like took over. So I thought maybe Vancouver was going to be able to hang in there. But in the end, LAFC was just too good for them. I saw that for the first time ever at BC Place, they're going to open up the upper bowl. Yes, for, that's awesome. For um, the, Van- the Vancouver home playoff game. So that'll be cool. I mean, yeah, 
I like Vancouver. I want them to win this. Yeah. I actually picked them to win this series. Dang. I feel like they have it in them, but the first game, not very promising. So yeah, we will see. <laughs> um. So then on Sunday we had Cincinnati Red Bulls. I didn't watch that, but I'm not surprised. Cincinnati wins three zero. And then St. Louis Sporting KC. Did you watch this one? Uh, I I think I watched part of it. Uh, Sporting KC honestly just looked really good. They dominated four to one. Yeah, all of their chances were like they took all of their chances really well. Um, and I don't know at which point uh, St. Louis scored, but it was it's pretty much just like a a consolation at that point. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Casey was, was just doing, and I kind of think that Casey's going to run away with this, this series. I think, I think you think something different's going to happen, but they, they just look so dominant in that first game. Yeah. Well, they, they were, uh, riding the high of beating, san jose yes the thrilling the thrilling win and in, in yeah. penalty <laughs> well penalty. hey a win's a win yeah you're, um, you're right whatever so then we have orlando one nashville zero i watched the first half of this one mm-hmm. um it was all orlando nashville was defending the entire game like frantically trying to keep orlando from scoring i don't think nashville ever looked very threatening yeah um obviously this was just the first half but nashville's a good defensive team and so orlando only scored once but orlando was dominant in my opinion and the goal did you see the goal no i didn't dude it was an absolute banger outside the box power knuckleball into the top right corner off the crossbar and bounced all the way down into the ground, back up, hit the crossbar again, and went in. Like, it was one of those shots. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Another comment I have about the LAFC Vancouver game. Uh, Vancouver's keeper, Takeoka, I felt like he just had a really bad game. Like, mm. there, yeah, I don't know. And... I honestly haven't been just the other games that I've seen. I haven't been too impressed with him. So I don't know how the Vancouver fans feel about him, but if I was a Vancouver fan, I'd be like, um, let's get a new keeper. I think he, um, he's had moments of greatness, but a lot, he makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So he just needs to work on his consistency. I don't know how old he is, but I think he's fairly, um, that actually reminds me, I forgot to mention this in the news section, uh, voting for goal of the year is up. And RSL has two goals in oh, contention. Really? Yeah, the Pablo Ruiz from half field. And can you guess the other one? Is it the Vera? Is it Vera? Yes. Yeah, not the Vera free kick, but the recycled corner that he mm-hmm. he takes one touch to settle the ball and then hits the half volley into the top left corner. Mm. That those are the two RSL goals in contention. 
Um, Oba Femi so Martins. I love that guy. <laughs> Are you looking it up right now? Um, yeah, but it's giving me like old results. And so mm. like Rubio Rubin won it in twenty twenty one. Right. That's so funny. Oh boy. <laughs> Oba dude, I, I, I think I know which goal this is. Oba Femi Martin's goal in twenty fourteen. Ugh. 2014 wow you went way back oh my goodness I'm, this is just on the homepage, man okay okay that's all i got well anyways go vote i don't know when it closes but i think you can vote the other weird thing about it is i voted for pablo ruiz's goal and then i opened the link again and it let me vote again so i voted for brian vera so I don't know if that like changed my Ruiz vote to Vera or if I just voted for both of them. I I have a feeling that um Pablo the RSL goals aren't going to win. Probably not, but the Ruiz goal I feel like has a legit uh, chance. Yeah, I don't think it will because everyone's like Oh well, the keeper was just out of position. Like it's not, but like it was you know, still top corner. It was top it was... corner from you know behind half. So it's it's still a very you know it takes a lot of skill to to hit that. But I don't think people are going to. Well, here's a question: Was that one messy goal where Taylor Twelman's like, this is one of the most ridiculous balls? Do you do you remember that one? uh yes was that in league's cup though no mm. it was i don't was think messi play. was in there oh i was gonna say if messi was in there i was gonna yeah i don't think he was but there are a lot of great goals in there so you know who knows speaking of messi did you hear he <laughs> won the the Bologna d'Or? yes he did uh <laughs> That's it funny. was between him, Mbappe, and Holland, right? Yeah. I saw the video, the and it had three. split camera on all three of them. Which, and I mean, yeah. Holland and Mbappe kept straight faces and clapped. <laughs> for, Good for them. Can I? Yeah. We don't. We don't have to. We don't have to go into very much detail. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of a joke of a trophy but yeah. yeah at this point yeah i agree with that uh, okay should we get back to playoff results mm -hmm. okay so orlando beat nashville uh seattle beat fc dallas pretty handily yeah um i think you watched this one and i also believe that alan velasco picked up uh, an injury that will need surgery so he's done probably i'm counting dallas out just yeah. based on that fact their best player gone yeah. and seattle just looks so much better i i watched the majority of this game and yeah jordan morris is back rusnak takes their penalties apparently like man well, like apparently, so what the heck, bro, <laughs> Nico Ladero's washed. This is his last season. He's he said, um, Rui Diaz is washed. Um, they're really they're they're 
they're kind of just like focusing on um what's his name leo chu he's like their new young I, star i don't think he's that good he's not that good he's just he's he's solid he's like, fast he's good, and brazilian that's <laughs> he's a good mls player but yeah. he's not a star you know yeah leo chu and um atencio those are their yeah. two atencio i can see the potential yeah but leo chu is just another jordan morris though like yeah so but they love their jordan morris he's no clint dempsey <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> and then the last one which actually just finished today columbus beat atlanta two to zero and i watched the first half it was pretty dominant from yeah. columbus but that's it, at the end almada atlanta, was gone yeah almada was gone but atlanta had one shot Yes, one shot. Wow. And so, it wasn't on target. Nope. They oh they generated point zero seven expected goals. Wow. So That's terrible. Yeah, but they were without Almada, so you know take it for what it's worth. Columbus is also really good. They have did you know that they have Julian Gressel? Um mm-hmm. and Diego Rossi. He's back. Mm-hmm. He's back yeah. in MLS. I feel like I yeah. heard about that a while ago, but it never registered to me. And then I well, saw him when... and I'm like It was when they sold Zellerayon to the yes. Saudi League. And then like they almost immediately announced the signing of Rossi and they were like the only reason we were okay with letting Zellerayon go it's is cause... because we had Diego Rossi lined up to Damn. come in and replace him and i was like honestly that's pretty darn good business because the saudis are going to overpay for everything yep because they're just throwing money around so you get bank from Zellerayon, who was like what 30 31 yeah i mean he's heading towards the end of his career he's probably got a few more great seasons in him and then they get rossi Who's also, I don't think, that young. I think he's pretty old. Yeah, but he's like, like 29. Yeah, but they paid less for Rossi than they sold Zellerion for, so yeah. it's just good business. Could you imagine, though, uh, Columbus, if they had Rossi, Cucho, and Zellerion? Dude. <laughs> that... <laughs> That'd probably be the best attack in the league. I already think Columbus has the best attack in the league. Yeah. Do they have the highest goals scored? I think they do. Um. Did they get rid of Zellerion this season? Yes, mid-season. <gasps> it was like Jan- July. I don't know why. I, I mean, they put January. they put four past RSL. So. <laughs> mhm. Well, Zellerion has a goal up for goal of the year. Oh, was that that was another goal from half, right? Yes, and or that was DC. one where like the goalie was out of like Pablo Ruiz's goal was just so much better than Zellerion's. They're both yeah. goals from beyond half. And Zellerion's like hits the ground around the 18 and bounces into the goal and Pablo Ruiz's yeah. is in the corner. So like one's clearly better. But yeah, I mean, he was here till 
midseason. I think he left right before League's Cup. That's, That's when it happened. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um. Anyways. But yeah, so that those are all the playoff results up until now, except for Houston RSL. Which is what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yep. So this was, uh, yeah. Hmm. Let's just do it. Let's just um, do it. Let's just do we it. We played a 3-5-2 again. I think a lot of people were upset that we were so defensive. I mean, the final possession numbers were Houston 72, RSL 28, I think. Mm-hmm. So extremely low possession, and people were upset about that. Honestly, I think that with the players we had available, I think that Pablo Masterini had a good game plan. And I also feel like he adjusted well mid game. Um, I don't know. That's probably considered a hot take, but I don't, I don't think it's a hot take at all. I think because in this game, uh, the only true center back we had on the, the roster was, um, Vera. Mm-hmm. So we were playing three in the back with um, Hidalgo and Oviedo also playing center backs. Um, and we're also without Chicho. Um, and, you know, we're playing away. You know, it's... I I think that if we were, you know, that that was the way we should have played and that was the way we were going to get results out of out of this game. And I think that we did pretty well for the personnel that we had available. So, yeah. I don't really know what else Pablo Masterini could have done. Yeah. Like I I think if we if we try to be more aggressive, we let in four or five goals. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, this was this was the type of game where we defend as best we can and we hope we steal more goals than they score. And we kind of almost had it. Not really. We weren't really that close, but we were close to tying it. <clears throat> yeah, this is our. We haven't beat Houston this season, have we? No, it's been we tied them and then lost twice in open cup okay. and yeah. season play. And the two losses were three to zero and three to one. So this yeah. was closer than those like, games. Yeah, if you t- if you look at those games, I feel like this game is an improvement on those games. Like honestly. Yeah, we, we were more in this game than we were in those two. Because, like, the, those other had... games, yeah, Houston just, like, t- their midfield just totally passed around us. And, like, yeah, they had a lot of possession, but I feel like defensively we were fairly strong. And we maybe just lacked some of that, you know, some offense. But, yeah. You know. Well, we, we put, we finally put three central midfielders to counter Houston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
to counter their strength in the midfield, and I feel like it showed. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not really going to go play-by-play, play, but I'll just go over the goals. Um, Hector Herrera scores just kind of a recycled ball mm-hmm. in the first half. He was given way too much time and space, and he just picked his spot. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. No one stepped up and put pressure on him, and he's got enough quality to bury it from there. Um, then Luna ties it up with his amazing solo run. Oh no, that was last game, wasn't it? That yeah. was against Colorado. No, yeah, this was a uh, this was Julio. Dude, Diego Luna's scoring so much, I can't keep his goals straight. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Cade Cowell. <laughs> yeah. No, this was a counterattack. Yeah. We got it to Julio, who was on sides for once. Because he was on his and... half of the field. <laughs> <laughs> he was behind everybody, but he was on his half of the field. So <laughs> that's the only reason. Uh... Because he literally could not have been off sides. Yeah, oh Julio. But he gets the assist here, and mm-hmm. Diego Luna, I mean, the composure on the ball, he brings it down, picks his spot, and scores. It was nice. Um, And then Luna has a not-so-great moment. He tries to take the ball off of Oviedo for some reason, and then it leads to a turnover, and then Bossy gets... uh. A rebound, yeah. like right around the PK spot. McMath makes the initial save, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the rebound goes to Bossy. Yeah. And, eh. Yeah, it's just kind of unfortunate that it fell right to him in the middle of the box. But, you know, what are you going to do? Not give the ball away. That... Yeah, that's what you do. Uh, I don't think the defending was that atrocious on that one. The big mistake was Luna giving the ball away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how it went. I feel like outside of the Luna goal, we weren't super threatening. I mean, let's see. We had seven shots and two on target, but Houston had 23 shots, five on target. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I will say, I feel like that we limited Houston in their chances which like you know like i said compared to the last couple of games that's an improvement so mm-hmm. yeah like and and i i i feel like i was going to say this but outside of the um the herrera goal um houston really didn't have that many chances good chances either like they were they were you know, lining up shots from outside of the 18 and trying to score that way. But yeah, other than the Herrera goal, they didn't have that many chances in the first half. They hit the post twice. Um, Baird hit the post and Artur, he actually hit the crossbar, didn't he? McMath was out and he shot from distance and he hit the crossbar. Are you? I don't remember that. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I'm sure. That happened after Luna scored, I believe. Oh. So maybe you missed it. 
Well, that I was talking about the first half. Yeah, no, I think that was in the second half. Okay. Okay. Um, so that they had a, ha- I mean, they had a few good chances, but overall, I do agree with you. Like we compared to the last two times we played them, we did better at limiting their chances. Um, I also want to point out Pablo Mastroeni made two substitutions at halftime. He pulled Rubio Rubin and Michael Chang, who both were probably the least effective players on the field in the first half. And I felt like those were good substitutions. And I think this was Julio's best game of the season, honestly. Like, I'm, I guess you could call me a Julio hater. Uh, Julio hater. I, I don't hate him, but I just, I think realistically he just doesn't offer too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a really good game in this one. Uh, there was one exchange where he like did a backheel pass to split the two defenders towards Luna, and then Luna like somehow squeezed a through ball back to Julio, and it was a breakaway where I. Th- think we got a shot out of it yeah i think Savarino took a shot it was just a really great sequence um yeah julio's best game um yeah should i talk about the fouls now do you have anything else to add no go for it you can talk about the fouls all right so there were two big fouls in this one (laughs) that i thought might be red card worthy the first is julio slide tackling Steve Clark um there's just no reason to do it like so you didn't see this did you Dax no I didn't see this part live you should look up like a replay of it it was um it was not it was just really stupid yeah so I one of the Houston defenders plays a blind pass back to the keeper and Julio is watching for it. And the second the pass is played, Julio just takes off and he's going, he's going, he's going. Steve Clark has to come way out and he just boots it. But Julio goes for the slide as Clark is winding up to boot it. And he's, he's like five yards away. And then, yeah, it just, it was bad. Mm -hmm. And, I was a little worried that we were going to get a red there, but we didn't. And and then after that, Houston let Julio know how they felt. They were <laughs> not very happy. Yeah, they fouled him pretty hard a handful of times after that. And I was like, okay, that's retribution. Um, but then the worst call in the entire game was... In stoppage time, when Karaskia literally dives, his entire body's in the air, both feet towards Ojeda, studs up, and he cleats him right in the shin. And they only gave him a yellow card. I, It baffles me how he always gets away with this stuff. And here's my rant. But Karaskia is the dirtiest player in the league, hands down, no competition. He might not have the dirtiest play ever, but he 
on a game-to-game basis is consistently super dirty. <laughs> like, you know he's going to take out a player for no reason. Every single game, he's going to do dumb things. He's going to try to hurt people. He's just, he's a little weasel. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to put it. He's very weaselly. <laughs> Yeah, and I it blows my mind that he always gets away with it too. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing. It honestly reminded me of the Messi effect where Messi I mean Messi had a moment earlier in the season too where he should have got a red card yeah. and he didn't because it's Messi. Mm-hmm. And if I don't think Karskia should carry that weight, but he kind of sort of does, I guess, because he always gets away with stuff like this. Last time we played Houston, Gomez sent a pass three seconds after he passes the ball. Karskia runs up to him, takes both his feet out from under him, off away from the ball, nothing. No foul, no card, nothing. He just got away with it. And I'm like, why is VAR here? <laughs> I, I hear here. If you're not good, like, if you're not going to review stuff, like, yeah. A red a possible red card offense is reviewable through VAR. Mm-hmm. So why this didn't go to VAR, I will never understand. It, it he went beyond reckless. Yeah. This is more than reckless. This is intent to injure a player in my opinion. And yeah, I don't know. I I've never hated a player more. <laughs> See, this is why the Houston RSL rivalry is going to heat up because, you know, Karaskias is going to do something like that and then Vera's going to. Yeah. <laughs> like punch someone in the face and then. So let me ask a question. Was was that in. Was the Karaskias foul? Was that in retribution for anything that Ojeda did? Like, did Ojeda, like. You know. No. Is just no, Ojeda didn't do anything egregious. He maybe had two fouls the entire game, mm-hmm. and they weren't bad at all. It or, was just did he like what happened? Sorry, he sorry. lost the ball. Mm-hmm. Karaskia lost the ball. Ojeda picked it up and started carrying the ball forward. Yeah, and Karaskia just immediately dove into this two-footed studs-up challenge and completely took Ojeda out. And I think maybe part of the reason why he got away with it is because Ojeda, to his credit, didn't make a meal out of it and was like, we're in stoppage time. We need a goal. Let's go. Let's make this quick. Yeah. But he shouldn't have to yeah, embellish like, it, it should, for them yeah, to it see. should be a foul if it's a foul, you know? Yeah, VAR should have absolutely intervened and said this is more than a yellow card or this at least come look at it there's potential that this is more than a yellow card i mean i've seen much much softer red cards and it's it's the because we definitely like uh you know because we've seen this called you know at least reviewed before with like crylock for example where like if the studs like come off of the ground because like I, I did see a picture of it and like his his studs are in the air like there's no reason why his entire body yeah. was in the air there's, yeah both feet he just dove in there's no reason why your studs need to come up that high 
So, mm -hmm. like, yeah, definitely it could have been reviewed for a red card because we've seen that exact same thing called before on, like, Crylock, for example. Yeah, and that Crylock one, if I remember right, they deemed it a yellow. Yeah. Which I disagreed with. Uh -huh. I thought it was a red he, card he, challenge. He, like, hit him in the studs with his in, in, in the guy's knee or something. Yeah, and I, I cannot believe that they didn't call it, like, that's yeah. a red. Mm -hmm. This Karski challenge is a red. red. And both of those challenges were worse than Silva's red card against Seattle in League's Cup. Do you remember that one? I, yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah, that was a pretty soft red, in my opinion. Whereas these Karskias and Krylocks a while back were pretty clear reds. I just, I don't, there's no consistency. Well, I don't understand what is a red card and what isn't. I th I think League's Cup is an anomaly because you had, you know, there there were... Liga MX refs mixed with MLS refs. Like, I understand yeah. like, why that's different. Because, like, what, in the first round, there were, like, 10 red cards in, True. in the entirety. They... Like, um, so I it's it's kind of, I feel like League's Cup is an anomaly. But, like, I, I agree with you with the Crylock and Kataskias point where, like, both of those should have been red. And, like, there's just no consistency. Yeah, I mean, the idea is to protect the safety of the players, and you're not, there's no consequence yeah. for Karaskia going into a challenge like that. He just gets away with it. I don't know. It's driving me crazy. I genuinely hate him. <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, but anyways... Uh, rant over. <laughs> it was a good rant. It was it was a, it was needed. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anything else you want to add for this game? No, I think that does it good. Okay. Well, that sets us up for the second game of the series, mm -hmm. round one, game two. This is a must win for RSL. I mean, really all of them are must wins, but if they lose, then they're out of the playoffs. So if, mm -hmm. if we want to see their season continue, they should win. It is at home. Mm -hmm. uh, we may have reinforcements defensively. Bodhi Hidalgo, I have no clue whether he'll be back. So they're hoping um, they, that Glad is back. They're hoping that Chicho is back. They're hoping that Silva is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hidalgo, who knows? I think I think Chicho's gonna help a lot. Um, even if we do decide to go with a a three-five-two, like yeah, just his hold-up play. We we were oh, really definitely. missing that in this game this last game yeah because no one else on the roster none of our other strikers can do that rubin no musovsky no musovsky no. can kind of do it but i feel like he needs chicho there to help him he can do it on a good day yeah i don't know there other days musovsky's touch is so poor that he just <laughs> Like you never know what you're gonna get with Moose. Do you remember back, like <laughs> back when we first, like 
got him and we were like what what does he what does he bring to the table here and then like he went on that like crazy run yeah but like, you're right scoring. at the beginning yeah he we just were not... was running around yeah. and it was like how many times did he touch the ball and every time he did his first touch was so heavy that he lost it immediately yeah like yeah <sighs> i do think that if chicho plays it'll be a sub in the 60th minute yeah which i which, mean it could be what we need <laughs> for penalties yeah and well if, if we go to penalties i mean i feel like it might have been a different game if chicho even came on in this game um you know yeah. it could have changed a lot of things and well you know we'll never know because he wasn't there but um yeah so that's that's a good thing to look out for um hopefully we have enough to do a I don't know. What what do you think? Do you think we stick with the the three back system and just play with you know you know Glad, Vera and Oviedo for example or do you think that we go back to four in the back? Like which one do you like better? Hmm. I don't care. Three in the back or four in the back. What I do think we need to do is keep Luna at the 10. I think if we want to have a chance at winning this next game, Luna needs to be at the 10, and he needs to, again, produce. Three you... games in a row, played at the 10, three goals in a row. So do you think it's more like, and when Tom, 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 I'm talking specifically about Houston, do you think we need three midfielders to, to counter their three-man midfield? Like, is that the important thing, or is it mostly just Luna? being luna mm. you know now that you mention that i do think we need that extra midfielder um that's tough with houston because that then gives griffin dorsey a lot of room on the right flank mm -hmm. he's one of their i mean honestly he kind of came out of nowhere in my opinion but he's been one of the better wing backs in the league yeah and him down the right, if we if we have three center backs and no wing back, um, that gives him a lot of space. But I still think we're better off with more bodies in the midfield. So yes, I would like to see us go a three five two again. Um, if Glad is healthy and Silva's back, maybe it's Glad in the middle, Vera on the left, and Silva on the right. Um, the only concern there is Silva's speed yeah being stuck I, on the right maybe you want someone faster maybe you put anelli there man i don't know i feel With like oviedo out. did pretty well like right I, but if mm, so you're saying vera in the middle oviedo yeah. on the left and glad on the right yeah that's what i would prefer yeah like because i think that could work because you you're you're right in like griffin dorsey is a threat on that right hand side so putting you know a true center back there makes me a little nervous <laughs> just because mm -hmm. he can get in behind and our center backs are slow like i think vera would do an okay job if we put him there but like i think, I think oviedo, vera's yeah i think vera's faster than oviedo to be That's honest true. so maybe maybe he'll be fine but i thought that oviedo did fine yeah 
as he's had a good stretch of games yeah he's honestly had like four or five games in a row Mm -hmm. where he's performed pretty well and last time we played oviedo not oviedo and nelly as like the right back and i feel like he just absolutely got destroyed by quinones buanga no this was against houston hmm quinones whoever plays on the right wing yeah i think it's or the left wing you mean yeah that one yeah, it's Quinones. Yeah. So I think like someone like Glad would do fine there on the right. But mm. Yeah. I also want to see Gomez start. Yeah. I mean it's I feel like it's just a matter of how what's the best way we can get Luna, Gomez, Saverino, and Chicho all on the field at the same time. And mm-hmm. whatever whatever way that is, where everyone you know we're getting the most out of those four players, I feel like that's when RSL's at their best. Yeah, I think you can play Gomez as a wing back. Yeah, no, he I did, honestly he, he did well again, and when he came on at half, I think his defensive work rate is high enough that he can do okay as long yeah. as he has a center back behind him. Yeah. Um, and he just brings so much more into the attack than Chang does currently. I'm I'm a fan of Chang, but he had a really poor game mm-hmm. in the first game against Houston. So, yeah. Oh man, we will see. The last thing I'll say, I like the Ojeda Anelli pairing a lot better than Ojeda Palacio. Yeah, I just think Anelli's. Currently, he's just a better player than Palacio. Well, um, that's the interest. I mean, we did go a little more offensive by taking Anelli off and then putting um, Musovski in. But, like, it, it kind of seems like Anelli's kind of fallen out of, you know, good graces with uh, with Master Runny. Not because they're, you know, they're fighting or anything like that. Just, like, he's kind of moved down the depth chart a little bit um and it's probably well, i don't do you i don't know anymore like he did but he started the colorado game and the first game of the playoffs and uh, palacio's healthy palacio isn't he? no anelli did sorry did i say anelli i meant palacio oh palacio okay. has fallen out of the yes yeah so and before that anelli had fallen out yeah so that's why i was confused yes so yeah anelli went through a stretch where he wasn't getting hardly any playing time but then yeah leading up to the playoffs it was like pablo was like okay palacio's not cutting it anelli Mm -hmm. you're in and yeah colorado and i mean honestly it's a huge vote of confidence to start him in our first playoff game i mean it it even seems like lawfulson is ahead of (laughs) palacio at this point i mean at least yeah when we're talking about playing uh, he came on as a wing back but you know it's yeah palacio it's just kind of fallen and i and i don't think it's gonna stay like that maybe he just needs the off season and the training camp to really get into things like i don't think it's gonna be the last we see of nelson palacio but for 
for right now, that's just how things are. Well, yeah, this is crunch time. Yeah. We gave him a good run of games. Um, but now it's when are you go home and we need our best players out there. And yeah, yeah, no, I, he's got potential, but he's not there yet. So mm-hmm. next season. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, do we want to do predictions then? <laughs> yeah, we sure. We can do predictions. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Okay. I think <laughs> I think one zero Houston. Ooh. I think two two RSL loses in penalties. Ugh, that would be so sad. Yeah. I just hmm. Of all the playoff series, I think the most obvious, like, the best chance to win in two is Cincinnati against Red Bulls. Mm -hmm. And second best, in my opinion, was Houston to win in two against us. Really? Yeah. Huh. Because I... I don't know. Looking at the other results, it seems like RSL Houston might be one of the closer matchups. I don't know if you feel that way, but like. Well, I think most of the other matchups. Like we were one of the few teams where our home field advantage wasn't really felt. Mm -hmm. Most of the other teams in the playoffs have like a really significant home field advantage. So like Vancouver against LAFC at home. I think they win that game. Well, and push it to a game three. You could, you know? e- but you could easily say that our, you know, RSL is such a good team on the road as well. So they could easily win that third game if it comes to it. I don't know. Like, I guess, but Houston's had our number all season. I don't is, know. This is true. I'm just saying, Plus, based off the the scores, like, you know, yeah, it looks like one of the closer matchups. We didn't get blown out. That's for sure. Yeah. We didn't lose 5-2. to two. We didn't lose 3-0. So. We just need to score one more goal than the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need to do. Yeah. I hope we win. I just don't have a whole lot of confidence. Yeah. But we will see. Um, Regardless of what happens, we're set up well for next season. So. Mm-hmm. Hey. We'll have Pablo Ruiz back. We'll have some nice depth on the on the bench you know we're gonna we sign... might make some off-season moves yeah we're gonna sign kai wagner huh actually funny story um apparently he used a racial slur against yeah. bobby wood did oh, you see that i didn't know it was against bobby wood but i did yeah i saw that he was under investigation for that so maybe we mm-hmm. don't want him yeah no i mean obviously it's all just allegations. Yeah. Nothing's allegedly. Um, but if that turns out to be true, we don't want him, right? Allegedly, we don't want him. <laughs> yeah, I think if if those if he's if it's found that he actually did say something like that, there's no chance he comes back to the league. It was already slim because he has interest from abroad, but. Yeah. Absolutely zero chance. Like I don't even think teams would offer him 
at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, bummer. Good player going out there and possibly messing up their career. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I did see that, and my first thought was, darn it, I wanted us to get him in free agency. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Come on, bro. Be better. Why you gotta be racist? (sighs) Yeah. And that, I mean, I don't know how much he read into it, but allegedly he said it in German to Bobby Wood. And Bobby Wood played in Germany for, like, what, six years? That feels very targeted. Whereas, like, oh, if I say it in German, only Bobby will be able to understand it. I don't know. It it doesn't look good. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not great. So, yeah. But anyways, um... Should we wrap it up? You have anything else to add? Nope, that should do it. All right, game is uh, Monday. You should go if you can. I'm going, so you can see me there. Yeah, say hi to Dax. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good luck, RSL, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yep, see you next time.